What's up, Runaways? Morgan invades, but the Pride and the Runaways aren't backing down. But we lose someone in the process. Stick around for the Runaways After Show on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz I did it. Yeah. I did it, Lauren. <laughs> I unmasked myself. Just in time for the Runaways After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Oh my gosh, we are getting down to the wire, Lauren. We are down to Runaways ourselves. Oh my gosh, it stinks, but it's totally fine. We're here for episode nine of season three of Runaways. Never fear the broken circles. What an episode this was, Lauren. Mm. Uh, but um, Lauren B., how are you feeling? Welcome back. Thank you. Because we missed you for a couple episodes. I know. It was sad to take a little break, but I am back and I'm recharged. Better than ever. Better than ever. You're out of the dark dimension. Out of the dark dimension. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to get our initial thoughts, but I also want to shout out the live chat. You guys have been holding it down this entire week. We've been covering Thank the you. show. We've It's a bin show, so we just have to get it out there for you guys because I know you guys are just begging and asking for it because we want to talk about it ASAP before we go on the holiday break. So we're covering nine right now and afterwards, right, Lauren? We're, we're going to be covering the series, not the season finale. The series yes. finale, episode 10. So stay tuned right after this after show because we're going to, we have a lot of unpacking to do. We're not moving, but lots of unpacking. But first, Lauren, you've got to give me your initial thoughts about this episode. Oh, and no spoilers. This initial episode, and if there's anything that you do want to cover from the last episodes you want to mention real quick, what are you thinking, girl, right in this moment about everything that's just went down? This episode was wicked, and I'm sure you can agree <laughs> with me. This is probably the best terminology to describe right? this episode. It was completely evil, dark, and wicked, and I am still sitting here like, whew, that was a lot. Yeah. We had some wins, we had some loss, we had some deaths. Oof. Boy, did we have some deaths. But um, it, it, it definitely got me really hyped and excited, and I really like the fact that there were so many still, despite us leading up to the finale, there's still lots of conflict with some of these characters yes. and lots of things that are left unsaid. And I think that's such a huge kind of theme in the show is that there's a lack of communication. And I think that's that uh, says so much about kind of growing up, being a teenager or growing into adulthood. You really need to learn to communicate with one another and to open up to your loved ones. Whether, Absolutely. Whether that's your parents, whether that's your friends, your friends that are your family, your family that's your friends. You yep. know, you have to really just learn to open up and not see, be so, uh, I don't know. Sheltered. So, sheltered and solo dolo. Like, yes. Nico tries to go, you know, kind of the double agent route earlier in the season. She just thought she could handle it all. I, she really did. And I think it's so cool that Nico was growing this season and her powers, but was she growing as a person? Oh, you know? Absolutely. She went backwards a little bit. A little bit. But sometimes you gotta go backwards. To, to go for exactly thank you this is why you're here holding mm -hmm. it down and also because you're a marvel super fan yes. so i can't thank you enough lauren because uh this show means so much to me and just to be able to talk about it with other fans that resonate with the show resonates with you clearly so thank you for being here thank you and thank you for being here too and thank you for wearing spider-man i am yes right? yes yes and guys this isn't lauren this is either Catherine wilder to my side or Tina Minor. I don't know. She's giving me major Tina slash. Leave it in the comments. Yeah, what let am us I know. Today, live chat. 
She is either Catherine or Tina today. But we have to talk about some of these character conflicts. Okay. So why don't we talk about kind of, well, we hinted about it a little bit, about Nico, especially Caroline. I think Caroline has kind of been in the background this season. But what are your thoughts on their whole dynamic? I, Nico, we've been seeing, hasn't been communicating with her. She's still ready to take things down and not regroup. Carolina, is, on the other hand, is telling Nico, we need to regroup and be on this. Everyone, everyone needs to be on the same yep. page. So what do you think about this inner struggle with the light and the darkness of our characters? Wasn't this cool to watch? And especially after the crossover episode with right. Dagger, right, right, it was right. really, really cool for them to like see this continuation of the theme of light and darkness. And mm-hmm. sadly, in this episode, they just still didn't get the message. Right. Communication is key. Understanding each other is key. And really, really, really trusting each other, knowing that your love is stronger than your light or your darkness or your darkness or your light. Right. So that was very interesting to watch. Mm. Did they overcome it? Mm. <laughs> no. no. You know, they really didn't. And I think it's so funny that uh, kind of, I talked about earlier how it's this is how we go into adulthood. We should be open with with each other and whatnot. But even the parents themselves, exactly, the, they haven't been open this entire time with their kids about pride and what they've been doing in that basement. And they all think it's because of love. Nico thinks it's because of love, safety, right? Safety, safety. The parents thinks that is because of love. Like, look at Dale. Poor Dale. Like. <laughs> He is the he is the epitome of just too much love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. sorry, Dale. We still love you. We Dale. love you. you know? But there's a lot of love. <laughs> oh, speaking of a lot of love, what are your thoughts on Chase and Gert in this episode? Because Gert did a little bit of a some growing herself. Yes. And kind of opening up her feelings to Chase and whatnot. You know. So, what were your thoughts about that? Even though Chase didn't really get the full memo no. about her and her feelings towards him, but he has been thinking about her this entire time. It's always been her. He was actually looking up like college colleges for her. I think yeah. Smith. And so it's funny how Chase is always thinking about Gert, but he was struggling because Gert knows about her future, but Chase doesn't really, he's unsure about his. So what are your right. thoughts on this whole dynamic of Gert and Chase in this episode? I think this was beautiful to watch because the crossover episode kind of pushed Gert into yeah. having to, accept and unpack her emotions a little bit and understanding that if she does not take these necessary steps, it's going to not only ruin their relationship, but ruin her because Mm -hmm. there's this whole nother layer to Gert of like her defensiveness that makes situations worse than what they're actually are instead of just accepting every situation for what it is at its face value and just dealing with it. And I think that's the whole episode of like adulting, Mm -hmm, (laughs) adulting and understanding who you are and who another person is. It was awesome to see Chase fight. Like Mm -hmm. Chase has just been fighting and fighting and fighting for his relationship because I think not so much that he identifies himself in Gert, but he finally understands that he doesn't have to be a jock or be this weird definition of what a hot guy. Yeah, what he thinks Gert wants, even. Exactly. He doesn't have to be that. He can be himself, and he can accept her for all her flaws and then some. And it's just beautiful for him to know without a doubt what he wants. Mm -hmm. That's definitely something, I think, with this particular arc, I feel like some of these parents should kind of learn from their kids, you know? (laughs) So, it's just funny. Speaking of the parents, 
But before we get to those, I should say, I just want to shout out you guys in the chat and also everyone listening or watching us later, wherever you guys are. Thank you for letting us be the ESPN of TV talk. We've had a blast so far talking about Runaway Season 3 and for the other years of Season 1 and 2. You guys are awesome. Shout you guys out. Nicholas Kelly, Renji, Mercenary, Zoma Martinez, everyone. Ivan Soto, I think I've seen you too. You guys are awesome. We love talking about it. So subscribe, like, share with your friends on family and this amazing show that we love talking about week after week. And we're almost over, right? We're almost done, Lauren. And just, oh my goodness. But I know. And, I know. until then, thank you for letting us be the ESPN. We love you guys. We thank love you for you. all of the support. For real. And oh yeah, one last thing. If you do me and Lauren a favor... Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Right, Lauren? Five stars. Because the other ones... They, they just don't work. They, they're vanished. They're banished <laughs> in the dark dimension. So why don't we talk about these parents? Because I feel like they still need to grow. And oh, yes. They have so much growing and repenting to do. However, they teamed up. They did their own little Avengers. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll call them the Prideful Avengers. Okay. About their mission about saving Molly. And what did you think about this? I thought it was so smart and clever. I loved Stacy and Dale mm-hmm. reuniting as husband and wife. And their whole plan to infiltrate the tower, which is kind of wizard, which is basically owned by Morgan. Right. And they did their thing in saving Molly, who was... Not essentially being sacrificed in order for Morgan's spell to work. Right. I think for the first time ever, we saw Pride, like, take initiative in such a positive manner. Mm -hmm. I was sitting there watching it like, yes, now this is Pride. Like, I wish that there were more episodes so that we can see more of a good intention come from this group. Because... They were amazing. They kicked butt and they worked well together. I think this is also like the first time where we saw all the parents on one page with one agenda Mm -hmm. and they executed the plan marvelously. Ooh, no pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone played to their strengths. I love the little ad libs that uh, Bridget and Kevin were doing, which are Stacey and Dale, the actors. They are... Oh, I'm gonna miss oh, them they're so, so much. Cute. They are so hilarious. Oh. They're, they're witty banter. They're saying one of the characters had uh, j- jaundice or something. Yes. It was <laughs> so impeccable. The acting. I every- wonder if they improv'd any of they that. They probably like- did. They had to. And them just really getting into the, the, th- the thick of things. And yes. like, uh, So what did you think about this whole thing about Molly attacking Jeffrey? Because they were able to kind of free her from her her binds of being, um, you know, under under the spell. Yeah. So what did you think about that? Because it didn't go completely according to plan. Yeah, it, it didn't. I was, I felt like it was a necessary circumstance that had to happen. Right. Just because for a character, Jeffrey kind of deserved it. <laughs> yeah, and... You know. And the spell was still going on. Correct. Despite saving her. Correct. And she was still like in that trance of being underneath their their captive right. ca- captivity and all of their situations where she really didn't know who she was in that moment. So I'm not mad at Molly at Mm -hmm. all and I'm kind of okay with the situation and circumstances just because like I said Jeffrey had been doing some pretty nasty things lately I know he kind of deserved it he's probably been doing some nasty things with Tamar Uh, (laughs) it's a 
that crazy? With were you here when we talked about that? No, you weren't. No, I wasn't. Thoughts, thoughts on that? My thoughts is like, do you know? Like you don't <laughs> even know that you are with the woman that had your wife taken out. Like basically. This is so twisted, and I wish that there was just more time and more room to, for episodes right. for him to discover that and deal with it, because that is just messy. That really is. He has probably no idea that Tamar was no. kind of, you know, pulling the strings outside of the prison in order and for that to happen again. because she kind of just moved on with her life as if it never even happened. Brushed it off. Like, this has always been my husband, my man, mm-hmm. my go-to, as if... <sighs> It's just craziness. It's crazy. And this final showdown leading up to Morgan invading and everyone teaming up was awesome. And I loved kind of like the meeting. Yeah. Not only was Pride on the same page, not only was the runaways kind of trying to be on page, they were getting on page together and they formulated a plan. You know, the nerds with, with, went together to deal with the tech <laughs> and we saw Janet. Yes. Jarvis Janet, as we call her, or Siri, Siri Janet. Yeah. You know, Siri Janet. one of them, whatever you guys want to name Janet. Janet's this amazing uh, human slash virus kind of thing that helps our, our heroes out. Yeah. And so everyone was playing to their strengths. We had Tina doing the blood magic. What did you think about Tina's reveal about her past with Morgan because basically she reveals to Nico that the same thing that's happening to to Nico happened to to Tina. We knew this was coming, right? Like right. you and I, we talked about it a couple episodes ago when we were making our predictions. And did we know exactly what the whole history mm-hmm. was? No, we didn't. But we knew that there was this rivalry that went on, and mm-hmm. we knew that some ill intent and bad blood had been spilled. And now to finally learn that this is not the first time that Morgan has done her little swiftness and trickery and her little conniving ways, but Tina was a victim of it too. Right. We just, it's just confirming and validating our initial thoughts. And it was so interesting this whole time she wanted the staff too. Yeah. And then Tina kind of kept the staff for herself. Wasn't that interesting? Right. I mean, more power to Tina. It worked out. So, it was really interesting to kind of like unpack that. I kind of wish we had more time too, because I really would have loved to see that actually happen. Even yes. if it was like a couple scenes, maybe a side story, in flashback, an episode, something. something. Maybe yeah. even like Nico could have, or Lyrica, who plays Nico, could have portrayed like a young Tina or that something. That would have been cool to see. That would have been so cool. And really just see it play out and see also how. Tina grew to be the, the way she is yeah. because she is a lot different than Nico. And it's it's so interesting because before they revealed this backstory to the staff and Tina's history, I always because I'm I have not read the comic books, mm-hmm. but just as a fan of the show, I always in my mind's eye thought that this was something through generations within their family mm-hmm. and that Tina was, you know how like the staff goes inside of Nico and it's one with her I always felt as if that was more of a family generational right kind of more less genetic or DNA type of thing and yeah. now to learn that nope she stole it <laughs> <laughs> she stole it I'm like okay mm-hmm. interesting new facts mm-hmm. and she's using her blood magic and so I think it was so cool to really see not only Nico level up but finally see Tina do her thing and yes. level up as well and so also, the nerds, like I mentioned, they're doing their thing. We got uh, Chase, 
Victor, mm-hmm. Alex, they're trying to shut down the cell phone towers, which is like great. Like I'm not going to be able to go on Instagram. However, <laughs> it's going to be able to take Morgan down. And wasn't it so cool to kind of see Alex tease like his evilness? Yeah. However, it was them actually trying to buy some time to kind of get those cell towers down yes. and kind of trick, pull pull a fast one on Morgan because she thought like, oh, everyone's kneeling for me. So mm-hmm. that was so cool to see the runaways fight against Morgan but not actually have to fight. They were just kind of outsmart her and thinking that they were actually going to obey her. So that was really cool. Yeah, it was. But of course, we love our fight scenes and our action <laughs> and there's lots of action. And... um. There was also teasing, speaking of his evilness, Alex actually killed one of the coven. Do you remember that scene? Yes. When they did. He snuck up behind her at the threshold. Yeah. There's too much teasing, okay? Because he killed her. I I know we have to stop the, the coven, guys, but my gosh. That was brutal. I don't think any of the runaways are really intent on killing themselves. Jeffrey's face was priceless. Right, because the whole time Jeffrey was being tended by uh, Stacy. Yep. And Leslie was helping, so they were doing their own thing. They couldn't really do anything. But that was crazy because, I mean, that's what his mom did. That's what his mom did to Darius. So, Mm -hmm. to me, Alex really is following suit of his parents. He's getting the strategics down with you know, Jeffrey and Catherine, and he's also killing as Catherine did. At so any cost necessary. Uh, kill or be killed. That's yeah. what they said at the beginning of the episode. So any more thoughts on that? Because they're just teasing it too much about Alex's true alignment. Yeah, and you know, I think it was really interesting to watch that moment simply because it was almost a little bit of a recall when he was stuck in the dark dimension right. and he had to use that same weapon against his mother. Right. So it's just really twisted. And like you said, they're just teasing away Mm -hmm. at these different layers of evilness that Alex kind of has buried or embedded in him. Right. The the jaws dropped in that room for sure. Oh, yeah. And, but I got to say this. This episode gave us the feels for various reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, Our characters were kind of getting beat up. You know, it was looking good up until Morgan just went OP and overpowered. We know she just kind of bested everyone. She's throwing the girls up against the wall. Carolina, I said this before. I feel like Carolina has gotten nerfed. Her powers just, they're so strong in the comics, but yet she's not as strong as I wish she was in the show. So she's defeated. Molly gets thrown. Gert gets thrown. Yeah. Uh, Nico is just trying her best, and where's I? I forgot where Chase was, but Chase got distracted at one point with mm-hmm. one of the cell phones. But the MVP of the episode—I don't know if you agree with me or disagree—was Gert. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Holy moly! Gert did her thing Clever. in this episode, like with, with the sand yes. that was infused with Tina's. Yeah, Tina's blood. the salt in the sand. Uh, yeah. it was clever, mm-hmm. and. I really, you kind of, they revealed it a little bit when the camera started to actually physically go around in a circle, mm-hmm. but the initial two shot of them just talking. Right, when it first started. It was so beautifully done. Because the whole point was to entrap Morgan, yes. you know, with the sand, because that would bind her powers and make her powerless, or trapped, basically. Yeah. And so I also just loved her. Not only was she distracting her, I loved kind of like the speech that Gert was doing, because I feel like... Gert really was annoying me. I forget if you were here or not, but I was like thinking, I was basically saying Gert's done a lot of like 
wall building. She's gotten mm-hmm. so much walls up against the other uh, the other characters, especially Chase, and she's just been kind of annoying me up until this point where she not only revealed her true feelings to Chase in this episode, even though he wasn't paying attention, but <laughs> she stood up to Morgan. Yes. She knew that she was the only one in that moment that could do anything to possibly stop her. She was the true Gert that I know that she is. The smart, confident, intelligent. She's going to stand up to any anyone, any antagonist. And she did that. And I love the conversation about her uh, talking about her outfit. She's like, I'm a feminist, so I'm not going to bring you down for what you're wearing. <laughs> but it's what you're doing, Morgan. It's this. You're not all about your, your morals of empowering others and bringing everyone together. You're doing this for yourself. So mm-hmm. I absolutely loved that 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 speech that was she was given. I agree. That was beautiful to hear because it's been a little bit of time since we've heard Gert's true language in her persona because right. you know we've been dealing with so many dimensions and fighting <laughs> bad guys. Yes, we have. Things, and we just haven't seen the old Gert that started off in season one and season two, who was like, "Oh no, this is I'm going to speak my mind. This mm-hmm. is how I feel." And at the end of the day, you're going to listen. And boy, did Morgan she listen. <laughs> listen too much, let's say that. And before you know it, it is sealed. Yeah. Uh, however, despite Morgan gets defeated, I love Tina finishing the job. She she sealed the deal, literally. Yes. She sealed her. Morgan's goodbye. She kind of disintegrated. But. I in, love it. In doing that, though. I mean, I said Gert got dragged. She got pushed up against a chandelier. Yes. And that fatally wounded her. So what were your thoughts on this? Because I was thinking that there was something that there were some seeds being planted throughout the seasons. I don't know if you picked them, picked them up, but Gert just seemed like her fate was questionable throughout this season. I mean, we're seeing like her thinking about her future constantly. So that scares me. We're seeing her really show like in the the flash not not the flashback but we saw her fears of molly and chase being in trouble during the crossover episode with yes. when she was with ty so that was her huge fear so this whole time i'm thinking there's something they're saving for gert and it was ultimately her death in this episode so what were you thinking about this whole this whole beautiful scene of everyone coming to gert despite her death and kind of her wrapping up her arc Oh, air quotes bit, right i mean we bit. still have one more episode y'all <laughs> stay tuned but what what are you thinking lauren you know the other day when we were on air we talked about our predictions for if any of the runaways were going to pass away yes. and i sat here and i was like i truly hope not <laughs> <laughs> right so when i watched gert go i was just like no i never in a million years thought it was going to be gert really? if i had to make a prediction it would have been alex like alex is into <laughs> all this craziness right and he's just up to no good so i was just i thought for sure one of the other runaways or right. possibly a parent was going to take him out because someone needed to stop yes. him yes but gert's passing it was beautiful we were able to just see her have a true moment right. that she did not die without purpose. Right. And she died with the intentions of saving her family, her friends, and her, you know, parents and her parents, her friends' parents as well. Mm-hmm. So that was beautiful to see. And it was crushing on me to watch Chase's like response in that right. moment. All you could see was like his love pour out and his face as an actor 
he did a phenomenal job because Mm -hmm. his face literally read to me, take me. Don't, don't go. I'll take your place. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the most beautiful moments of this whole entire episode that I was just sitting there like, (sighs) right. Okay. It had to happen. Right. And it's funny because you said that you totally didn't think that girl was going to die in the comics. Spoiler, Gert actually does die. No way. Yes. See, this is why... I, look, guys, Sh- I yeah. am a <laughs> television and movie fan. I, I've probably I've probably only read maybe a couple comic books, and that's all you Spider-Man. Should, if, you, if you ever have... A good choice, though. But yes. if you ever have time, I recommend reading some Man. of the Runaways. If you want, especially since the series has come After, to an end. Yeah, right? now that it's done, I will, but... <laughs> I'm but, I'm here for yeah. the cinematic arts. Yes. I am so here for and it. And I even just love the quick shot of Molly and how her face. Like I love that you thought like Chase was saying, Take me. And then when we saw Molly's face, that her sister dying in front yeah. of her, it was just complete shock. It was she was speechless. She, yeah. Her face was just frozen. And I thought she looked to me so like, the acting was powerful, but... Very powerful. That was, like, complete, utter, frozen vulnerability to me that Allegra portrayed in that particular moment. So And then, like, I couldn't even imagine what would have Stacy and Dale, how they reacted, unfortunately. Oh, my God, that still you know, slow-mo like, of them coming down. Like, that was... Pr- the way that they shot this scene... Mm-hmm. It was... There was so much emotion packed into this moment. Mm-hmm. You... It almost felt as if you were there. Right. And oh you could hear God. a pin drop. And yeah. of course, you could hear old lace. Old lace. Old lace. Because tra- what happened earlier, you remember, I forgot to mention this, but Dale, unco- he did a serum Correct. using Carolina's blood in order to stop the voices from the coven. So no one would be, you know, uh, under control, basically. Because you know the coven has their shady, manipulative ways. And so that actually altered. Uh, Gert's DNA in the process and, and they had to lock up old lace to do that but in do case think... in case any of the DNA altering would have changed their connection. I don't think that they lost their connection right though. because old lace was reacting the whole time. Mm-hmm. Isn't that powerful? Right. Like how connected the two of them were. I thought that was beautiful. Because I thought that I love that you bring that up because I didn't even think about this that like it was almost as if Science couldn't explain that. That was magic in itself because that was a magical connection between yeah. emotional ma- an emotional magic connection between Gert and Old Lace. Yes. Uh, it was just so sad that Gert had to go out and to kind of realize that. Or, or at least that's like our theory. You yeah. Know? But <laughs> I would like to think it to be true. Um, but yeah, any more thoughts on kind of like this crazy scene? I loved Morgan just kind of like, I'm here. Like, I loved, <laughs> I love Elizabeth Hurley. I know she's kind of donezo, but she was a great villain, you know, despite Her everything. Her confidence was out of this it was, world. Right? And she just owned it. I think if every woman, man, child, parent, dog, walk, cat, right, can walk around and just own the confidence, good, bad, or indifferent, right. it's, it is what it is because I said it is. Mm. You know, like, I love her character. She was just so conniving. She was fun. <laughs> just don't be power power hungry like her. Yes. Don't be power hungry like her and selfish. And those manipulate are things that, they, that she can keep to yeah. herself. And it's so funny because <laughs> it's literally something that uh, Nico is kind of going for. If she wants power to take down Morgan, but also it's like you don't want to end up like that Morgan. Fine balance. Right. It's all about balance. The light and the dark. 
comes full circle, Lauren. Any more thoughts before we move on to some news, our special segment, and maybe our predictions or what we would like to happen, possibly? Well! <laughs> Any more thoughts? Well, the only thing that we didn't talk about was Robert. Ooh. That's oh, yes, 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 yes. That's the only thing, because like, he left the perfect gift. So, otherwise, I think we covered everything. Were you shocked when Robert died? Because you weren't here. You know or what? Or did you see it coming? I knew another parent was going to go. We right. talked about that in predictions. And I was sad that it was Robert. I really was. Because he's so sweet out of all the parents. He's, I mean, he did have this moment at what, season two. But other than that. <laughs> <laughs> eh. You know, there's eviler. There's yeah. more eviler. Is that a word? There's more eviler <laughs> pride members. Correct. <laughs> or shady. They're not evil. Shady. Um, but yeah, no, I was I was sad to see him go, but I love how clever he is as a character, as an actor, because mm-hmm. that nice reveal that Nico had the glasses, it was just like, oh, and it just mm-hmm. sets everything up for this episode. So, oh, yeah, man. it was so good because I want you to see what I how I saw the world, and it was yes. literally how she could help bring down Morgan. So he left his... That was a swan song. And I think a lot of characters this season had their swan song. And that was like Janet, for instance, or Gert. (laughs) With the sand... Or not the sand. It was salt. Sorry, guys. It was salt. Yes. Salt. Salt salt blood. Salt in the wounds. Just don't... But why don't we talk about some of the comic book references? Oh, let's do it. Okay. Okay, okay. So here we go. You guys know... Oh, I love this music. This is good this, music. This is so good, Jonathan, our producer. I love this. Oh, gosh. Okay, so this is our comic book corner uh, segment where we just talk about a quick little reference. And I want to talk about Gertrude Yorks. Our girl Gertie, Gert, Gertrude, whatever you want to call her. I did mention she actually does die in the comics. The second run of The Runaways. It was such a, one of probably to me, one of my, the most heartbreaking deaths in comics. I mean, it could be argued, maybe Gwen Stacy and Spider-Man. I don't know. <laughs> but definitely a heartbreaking death. Um, but she was actually the daughter of, clearly, the Yorks. But the Yorks in the comic books, guess what they were? What? Time travelers in the comics. Oh. They were, they were, I mean, I guess you're a scientist if you're a time traveler, but I mean, we got another episode, so that's very interesting, Very interesting. Um, But they did change that. And obviously, you know the reference of Old Lace. It's the whole film of Arsenic and Old Lace. And that was actually Gert's code name in the comics was Arsenic. And that's why she named Old Lace Old Lace. And finally, in the comics, the way kind of Gert's arc, which led to her death, was that she actually met the future Gert. And the future Gert was one of the members of the Avengers. So it's crazy to think in that kind of realm that Gert was the leader of the Avengers. Oh, wow. Right. But then she actually died in front of Gert. And eventually this led to Gert's death because Gert ended up saving Chase from Jeffrey Wilder, Mm. who was risen from the dead, Hmm. and he stabbed her, and she died. And Jeffrey was stopped, but she died in Chase's arms, which was kind of similar to... Yeah. this episode very much so. so i just wanted to shout that out but also in the comics which might be saved for the next episode gert is actually um might not be dead after all in the newest run <laughs> so more on that in the next after show but why don't we get to some quick news lauren all right <laughs> okay so 
you remember a good old character that we know and love, Zavin, right? Oh, yeah. So the actor who portrays Zavin, Clarissa Thibault, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, but Clarissa, she actually opened up in an interview about Zavin's gender, and she opened up that Zavin is actually gender fluid. So this oh. just want to get that out there, because even I have been saying she she hers but it's really the proper pc way to kind of address zavin is they them or you can just say zavin you know whatever's easier but she went on to say this in the interview she said zavin within the fandom is they them everyone loves that zavin is genderless so i see it as a cosmic being gender isn't really a thing but with humans gender is a thing Mm -hmm. and so she she finished so on the show zavin does shape shift into a man and a woman so that's just her kind of like her take and it just made me really like miss Zavin too and Zavin's portrayal. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, I mean, I don't think we're going to get Zavin now that there's no season four. <laughs> yeah. So Zavin, we miss and love you. And Clarissa, you played such a phenomenal role in the show, even though it was just for a little while. But we miss you and congratulations to the success of the show, um, despite it being over now. But why don't we get on to our final thoughts? And what we would like to happen or just any any more thoughts because we just I mean, we're just going to talk about the final episode. Yeah. So Well, that was a cool article because I know that you and I we, or when we had the full panel, probably what episode two or three, mm-hmm. we, we kind of touched upon that a little bit. So that's cool to hear the final outcome of mm-hmm. our character. Yeah. But um, this episode, man, it just leads us into it, it's an emotional roller coaster ride, honestly. Right. Because one moment we're we're sad, we're happy that we got Molly, we're sad mm-hmm. that we're, you know, going through this situation, we're trying to fight, and then we turn around and we're winning and then we're losing and we're winning. And then we lose when and then we, we win. Lose. So it's just never it's always something with the runaways, it right, is. Lauren? But Let's just shout out the chat for everyone who's been holding it down. We see Brandon Bowie, Ivan Soto, Renji, Nicholas Kelly. You guys are so phenomenal. And I'm so excited because Lauren and I are going to be here for the next hour talking about. Oh, gosh. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it, Lauren. You say it. I got to say it. You got to say the C. Yeah. I can't say it. Okay. We will be here (laughs) for the next hour talking about the season finale. Oh, gosh. I know. That was tough. It's not fair. It's just not fair, Lauren. You know, I have to look at it this way. There was three seasons. Right. And that was a beautiful gift. It really was. And I'm I'm trying hard not to be greedy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. But we do want more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I couldn't agree more. But until then, thanks for tuning in the live chat, guys. Thank you for being so awesome. But Lauren, where can we find you on social media? Well, as always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lauren B. Mosley. That's M-O-S-L-E-Y. And of course, on Wednesdays, I am covering the final season of Vikings. Another final. Oh my gosh. How are you not crying, girl? I know. Well, we got another hour here, so don't go anywhere if you're tuning in live. I'm your host, Ollie Drennan. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ollie Dreamer and check out my cosplay page because I'm kind of cosplaying right now at Ollie Cosplays on Instagram. And until then, we got the series slash season finale yeah. right now. Ooh. Coming up soon. Bye, Stay guys. Tuned. Yeah. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later.
<laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.